President's Day weekend. Hello, everybody. Welcome to President's, President's Day, Day, President's Day, President's Day President's weekend. Weekend. Yeah. Sorry, that's kind of a slow echo. Try this. Hey guys. Hey guys. Hey guys. Hey guys. President's Day, Day weekend. weekend. I am celebrating. Are you celebrating the president of the United States of America? The band. Millions of peaches for me, guys. Celebrate them today. Anybody? Th thanks for coming out. Uh, everybody, thanks for coming out. Um, I'm going to be here all week. <laughs> Give it stand-up humor. Oh, boy, I just flew in. My arms are tired, and so is my dick. Everybody. <laughs> anyway, I uh, just wanted to start up... This just in, guys. I just saw this when I was taking a shit on the toilet, and it really annoyed me. I did not plan to talk about this, but I just checked the news, and this fucking ticked me off. David Cross appears to trash Chappelle, Bill Maher, for complaining about cancel culture. They bitch and moan, he says. And, uh... Cross, uh, this is on, hold on, where do you say this on? Fox News? No way. You can go on there. Oh, figures. He, this was on MSNBC with liberal pundit, whatever. For the, oh, it was a salon interview. Well, yeah, he's going to say it on there. Uh, David Cross, dork. Um, cuck. <laughs> I know, that's like an overused term. I don't know. Douchebag extraordinaire David Cross. Stick up his ass, David Cross. Not, you know, not a true stand-up comedian because he's defending the suppression of speech here. Now, I don't think he's ever in anybody's top ten list of comedians. Um, but I did used to watch... Uh, I did try to watch... One of his specials, I think. Uh, yeah, I looked up his specials before. Like, not that great, you know. Not that bad, but not that great. I mean, you know, he's not anything to write home about. I mean, he had one special called, like, It's Not Funny, where he just was like... And I actually agreed with him at the time. Like, you know, this was in, like, you know, whatever. I, let me see when that was. Um... It's not funny in 2004. Yeah, that's when I thought it was like. And I think, eh, it's not it's like it's that bad. But like. I was against the war from the beginning. Uh, I'm against the war currently. Uh, and so am I. So was I. And I still am I still. Because I'm not like these uh, hypocritical, like, knee-jerk left people. Where. I'm against a war only when there's a Republican president like George W. Bush. It was cool to be... Remember, everybody was against the Iraq war, and they should be. I mean, I agree with it still. I agree with being against it still. <clears throat> I hated George W. I hate George W. I still don't like him, but now I kind of just view him as like he was just a guy put in there. Like, I don't really think he had any decisions. Like, I don't think Biden does either. Um, 
maybe Biden does. Like, maybe it was his idea to do the Nord Stream. Obviously, they, obviously, we did the blowing up the Nord Stream thing. Like, listen, you know, I don't want to go on too many tangents here, but, uh, anyway, so this is like, you know, you can just tell by the way his, he's talking that he's like a kind of a stuck up, like, liberal douchebag. I mean, uh, I'm, I'll be against the war for the next eight, ten years. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, um, Although I do want you to understand that although I am against the war, Brave. I do. Everybody was against this, by the way. Our white troops. Right? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there was other races of troops that we had back then. I'm going to get a fucking notice I'm for kidding. this. I'm kidding. I'm not a Republican. I don't, why would you think? I'm a Republican. Uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a member of the Party of Inclusion. Yeah. Long list of wonderful, tolerant, inclusive people. That's what the Bush had to say, that they were the Party of Inclusion. Uh, and nobody called them on a shit. You know, remember when all... Wow, never heard that. ...like stuff was going down, like uh, the trend lot and the Rick Santorum and uh, all the shit was happening, Orange Hatch, all that shit was happening at once. Um, and not spread out like it usually is over a matter of weeks. Um, no, they've got... Republicans got some awesome racists. Awesome. Uh, they will push the buttons. You know, all they want is their $300 check, you know? They want their $300 check. They want that gift certificate for Sharper Image. That's all they're concerned about. Democrats want to take away your sharper image gift certificate. <laughs> Remember, you're just gonna get that foot massage thing. Ooh, wouldn't a foot massager sound good right about now? Democrats want to take that away. You keep me in office, I'm gonna make sure everybody gets a foot massage. Um, no, the, yeah, the, the Republicans are great. There's, there's so many wonderful uh, racists in there, and uh, um, and you know what? I'm, you know this thing with Strom Thurmond. I gotta say, like, you know, that's like certainly uh, uh, not unexpected, you know. But uh, the guy, what really bothers me is that his daughter chose to wait until he died to, uh, you know, come out in the open. And she thus denied all of us that fucking hypocritical piece of shit's explanation, you know? That's what I, I'm angry with her for that, you know? They had to wheel out that guy, you know, just wheel him out to the cameras to explain himself, you know, just wheel him out and plug him in all the things he gets plugged into and, uh, you know, Mississippi. Uh, 3,000 bullshit is this? Damn you all to hell! So this was like a time where you just, like, mocked, like, every, like, I guess every, every, um, redneck person was like lumped in because george w bush had a slight southern accent like and then that became like the thing to mock was like these like redneck whatever people that want to go to war like i mean you know this is really just like he's talking to his friends i mean there's nothing like that good this is what i didn't get at the time like maybe why i didn't really get into his stand-up like It's just like fucking, <laughs> it's just like stupid, like preaching to the crowd. Like the whole like concept of this album was like, like I'm up here telling these jokes, but like, it's not funny. It's not funny that we're going to war. Uh, and, you know, I guess maybe he was talking, he was probably like thinking about, um, let me look at a synopsis of this album. I don't feel like listening anymore. The album's table references children being laughed at by their friends while trying to tell them something important. Well, he, like, okay, he says it has nothing to do with the uh, album, but I mean, I think I think it's like, it's about, like, the Iraq War. It's not funny, guys. Like, we really shouldn't be out there. Maybe I misinterpreted it then. I don't know. I could have sworn he said that in a part of the special, but 
anyway, so like you, I mean, you get the gist of the special really just being like, and a lot of comedians do that now. Like, I mean, you get like a, an audience, uh, and you have a good crowd that's like, this is a good crowd he has right here because like they're laughing at stuff that isn't even funny. Like, you know, I mean, I'm used to like open mics here in New York and they all are fucking shit. Like this stuff wouldn't really get laughs. I mean, maybe because if they, if he has friends that know him, but just like, you know, I don't know, just stream of consciousness stuff. Mark Maron does this too. Like I just, I just think people, comedians get successful and then they stop kind of trying to like make really good bits and they just kind of are doing Ted talk style stuff. Like they're just not like, it's not, it's not Nanette or like anti-comedy style. It's just like, eh, you could work that out a little more, like make that funnier. <laughs> like we shouldn't be over there. It's not funny, guys. We shouldn't be over. And it's like, yeah, we're. It's okay to like because they made everybody get set up uh, upset at Russia. Where back then it was just like George W. Bush was like easy to make fun of. Like, oh, we're going to Iraq, but it doesn't make sense. Everybody just was talking about the fact that it had nothing to do with 9-11. We just went over to Iraq. Um, and now it's just like no one's really talking about the whole Ukraine thing because they made everybody like, oh, we got to get Putin because he's bad. Everything now is a moral crusade like somebody... That guy Jay Dyer I mentioned before, he he pointed this out. He was trying to watch like <laughs> TikTok videos, and he was like, "Everybody's on a moral cr crusade now," and that's a great phrase because that's what everybody is doing. They're all they're like, "I am going to point out racism or whatever it is." Like, I'm on a moral crusade. Like, I'm noticing everybody's like a little like spy and detective. Like, uh, men need to stop. Like. They grab their phone and they're going on the camera and they're and everybody does this on I guess TikTok. That's why I'm not on there. I mean everybody just grabs it and they're like, "Uh, listen, white man, you need to stop." Like, and then it's just this whole like lecture to like every white guy, and it's like, whatever becomes a trend to like make like back then it was George W. Bush and then uh, he extended it to like just redneck white people. Because he fit the type. He was easy to just lump in. Oh, now I, I hate wars. Now I hate the government. Now, now nobody's going like, you know, really we're just sending all this shit to Ukraine and we're like, you know, don't we, it, even if you do hate Russia and whatever, couldn't we just, you know, why isn't no, anybody going like, eh, maybe there's a way to just not get involved as much or I don't know. They're only, but they're just only against war if it's like a George W. Bush guy, redneck guy. If it's the, the bad guys in power. Um. Anyway, I was talking about David Cross in general, and this is this is why he annoyed me. Now, yeah, he used to be like I I loved Mister Show. I liked a lot of the stuff he did, but uh, this is like a stupid thing to say. I understand what point he thinks he's trying to make here. Like he's like. Oh, you're just bitching. Everybody says this. A lot of people say this. Oh, these white guys here just bitching. Well, not <laughs> Chappelle is now too. So, all these comedians. He would say white comedians. Like if it wasn't Chappelle, he just would have said that. Uh, they bitch and moan. He said during a MSNBC Salon.com interview. I wish he said this to Bill Maher at least. 
Bill Maher's not a Republican George W. Bush either. Bill Maher is a really left-wing guy, obsessed with Trump, like David Cross, I'm sure, is. Uh, and David Cross here, I like, why couldn't he go on Maher's show and say this to him, at least? But, he, but he's on Salon whatever. During the latest episode of Salon Talks, the Duke, the douchebag says, uh, an, he's an anti-Trump stand-up comic. Okay, he's making a, he's an anti-Trump stand, he's not just a stand-up comic, guys. He's an anti-Trump stand-up comic. Now, I know this is Fox News reporting on this, so. Yeah, he offended with jokes about Mormons. So, let me ask you this, uh, David Cross. Uh, why don't you quit doing those Mormon jokes because you're offending people? Here's what he says about that. He made fun of Mormons, which you know, I'm not a fan of Mormons at all. Uh, but, you know, they have, I'm not going to like slam their whole like whatever. So he had show, uh, calls for his show to be canceled because he promoted an sh- uh, image for his show wearing undergarments sacred to the Mormon faith. He addressed the backlash in his show saying, I don't give a shit before launching into his sh- uh, set. He said of the controversy, just a, uh, it was just a reminder how thrilled and satisfied and happy it makes me to know that I will never be affected by a f- Photoshop picture of a dude in Long John's that you can get at Target. Uh, he made fun of abortion and Holocaust. He made fun of the Holocaust. Sorry, I keep forgetting when to turn this off. <laughs> And then said he wanted to beat up Trump and urinate and defecate on him. Many fans found the joke disrespectful and not for 20. He doesn't care, he said, guys. I don't give a shit, he said. Now, what does he have to say to Chappelle and uh, Bill Maher and people saying that they can't make fun of left-wing stuff? He says... All that comics bitch and moan about, you know, they're trying to cancel me for this joke I made. Most of the time, it's a nothing joke and it doesn't matter. Um, I disagree, because Chappelle closed his fucking special with that whole story about the trans friend he had. Idiot fucking stand-up who doesn't even watch a special to comment on it. He is going by the fucking headline. It's a nothing joke. It was a huge chunk of his special. <laughs> and that one old older uh, Chappelle joke. I mean, the stuff about trans he did... Most of it is something that I'm glad kept in this. Like, if he, didn't, if he did take it out, it would have been worse special. I mean, honestly. So here's what he says about people that he's in the same side with. He, he doesn't like that they, you know, he wants them to sh- shut up. Like, it's okay. He doesn't give a shit about doing Mormon jokes, but someone uh, makes fun of the left. No, 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 no. Not for Mr. Anti-Trump comedian here. And now you're positioning yourself as the bullshit voice of they're not going to cancel me, you can't silence me. For what? Your dumb joke about trans people? Who gives a shit? I mean, is that important to you? Like, just move on and not hurt, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. (laughs) Uh... 
And then uh, the salon interviewer even had the balls to, I'm glad they asked this, asked Cross whether fans had come up to uh, him after a show complaining about jokes, to which she says yes. Oh, yeah, it was something. Like I was talking about the N-word or something, and this woman was black, and she explained that it upset her. And I explained why I thought it was I was kind of defending it. And uh, we had a longer conversation. And you know what he said? He, and I said, it doesn't affect me to not do that line. So now that I had that information and I could see her point of view, why would I continue to do it? Just be some hero of free speech? No. Uh, according to David Cross, you should just stop doing the joke because it hurt one person's feelings that came up to him. So you know what you should do is just stand back and just take it up the ass and just shut up. Because if somebody's upset, they're always in the right, everybody. Now look, I do understand that you can't always double down. Like, I don't agree with always going, fuck you, I'm going to do it anyway, like always. But this argument is fucking stupid. It's just stupid. Yeah, like this comment says here, he needs to go back and review his early material and start apologizing. You are going to get fucking canceled and called out, and I guess you're going to back down because you, you say to back down here. Like he will back down and apologize every single time. Doesn't matter. But, dude, it will start getting ridiculous to where the, like, the Mormon thing, okay, that was right wing, so you're not going to, you know, you're going to go, I don't give a shit. But wait till you will get blowback about little shit from the left that you will think you shouldn't get blowback about. Like, it will happen. And I'm sure he's going to bow down and whatever, but, like, listen. This argument is that, look, if one person comes up to me after a show, why wouldn't I drop the joke completely? Yeah, maybe your joke wasn't that good, but Chappelle's story about a trans woman getting bullied to death that killed herself... And his, like, whole bit about it. It was, like, a good, meaningful story. Like, you probably did not watch that. Um, I'm going to, you know, maybe he did watch it. And maybe he still thinks. I understand complaining about ca cancel culture does get old. Like, it just does. I mean, it does get old. Like, and there is hack comedians. Like, most that aren't professional, though. But there is hack comedians out there that will use that all the time. And it, but that's nothing new. That's always been happening. Like, I've definitely been to open mics where uh, offensive shit is not funny and they just think, oh, because it's offensive, that's why they're not laughing. No, yeah, that happens. Like, I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. That happens all the time, but not anymore. I mean, people are, you know. <laughs> um, like, for one example, I don't know. I'm not a fan of Steven Crowder. I don't really watch his stuff, so I don't know what he does really. But, like, I guess that, like, I'm an edgelord, like, usually isn't that funny. I mean, it's just, to me, it's just not. Uh, and I'm not saying he's never funny. I just, yeah, there's people that purposely are doing, like, he's, basically, he is doing a character that's just, like, an edgelord character. I'm not into Andrew Tate either, although I haven't looked up his stuff, but I just feel like that's just, like, a cringy, uh, Character again, they're doing when you can kind of tell when someone's doing a character Gallagher when he was alive, when he was doing his like you know, uh, so yeah, but like so. And 
David Cross is the guy who went after Larry the Cable Guy, um, basically saying like this whole thing about like he's he's doing a character and this shouldn't be okay because like he's demeaning the art of stand up. I I want to look that up again. <laughs> he did this whole thing, I think, in his book maybe. And a lot of people defended Larry the Cable Guy. That was surprising to me because Larry the Cable Guy actually seems like a decent, normal guy. And he kind of was like, I don't, I mean, I have nothing. To, like, he didn't even get upset. Like, he just was like, I'm doing a character. Maybe, yeah, it is blue collar, but it, but it wasn't like shitty. Like, I think he could have went after somebody else. I think he should have went after like Gallagher or somebody. Uh... He did an open letter to... Oh, this is literally what it is. Yeah, so he he did this randomly. Like, because he was being really pretentious. Like, this whole thing is being re pretentious about comedy. This is what this... The whole problem he had with Larry the Cable Guy was him being pretentious. Like, it was. it's a matter of taste. Like, I know he might... I think he honestly thought it wasn't that. Like, he thought... Like, he was going to make a statement, I guess, or, like, go after, I don't know. I think he didn't realize he was being, although I'm sure he didn't, like, mature and realize this. Like, I will say that. But I don't think David Cross realized that he's being pompous and pretentious by doing this letter. His whole problem with Larry the Cable Guy was a matter of taste. He didn't realize that, I guess, but, like... His whole letter sounds like you shouldn't be allowed to do, like, blue-collar, um, dumb material. Like, in his, in his view, Larry the Cable Guy is dumb comedy. Like, lo locker room. Like, his whole problem to me is saying that you shouldn't be allowed to do that style. Of, like, that's not okay to do that style to those people. Now, there is a lot of dumb comedy I hate. Like... A lot of fucking comedy and stand-up will kill, like, everybody in the audience will love it, and I'll just sit there like, that's, it, it's just not funny, it's not clever. But, I don't hate the whole, like, I actually do think Larry the Cable Guy can be funny. Like, kind of like how clean comedy, you don't think that's gonna be funny, but then you see, like, Brian Regan or J Jim Gaffigan, and you're like, oh, they're actually funny. You know what I mean? Um, so, like, that's kind of where I think Larry the Cable Guy is kind of an exception. I know he's playing a dumb character, which, like, David Cross basically made fun of in that It's Not Funny special, but um, he attacked it for no reason. Uh, yeah, he's rich, so it could have been that. It could have been that he's so successful and then he sells out everywhere. That has to be what it is. This is way too long to go through. Um, A lot of people were kind of like, this was stupid for David Cross to do. Even the people that, like, are on his side. And at the time, I was kind of, like, on his side back then, 2005. Again, this was when I was, like, you know, everybody was anti the Iraq War, so it extended to, like, redneck guys. So, like, the whole Bible, like, blue collar, which, like, he obviously is, like, the... What were those guys called? It was like him and like uh, Jeff Foxworthy and all the blue collar comedy people. He just hated that. 
So he took it all out on poor Larry the Cable Guy. Not poor because he's rich, but... <laughs> uh, so, like, people were conflicted even in this AV Club article. Um, Larry the Cable Guy just shrugged it off. And he... he assumed, like, I think he's right here. I think Larry the Cable Guy, his real name is Whitney, actually read it. Uh, David Cross assumed he's racist because he's Southern. I agree. That happens all the time. Um, I think it's just a matter of taste. He was literally being a pompous ass about, and he can do that, but like, it's really like, that's it, you know? Calling him like a racist and like thinking he needed to write an open letter was like stupid. I don't know. So that like doesn't, I don't know. He's, I don't like I don't agree with the Mormons being upset at David Cross. Like that's the thing. I hate when Christian people can't take jokes too, but like then you go, "Oh, Chappelle's wrong and she he should have just dropped the jokes." Like why do that if you upset one person? Because that's not your audience, dude, and and it's not Yeah, if it's a lame joke like but that's not what he was doing. People misinterpreted Chappelle. Uh yeah, there was a couple lines, like he said, that were, like, offensive that he could have. Like, I probably wouldn't do, but I don't think it's wrong to do, you know? Um, Like, Chappelle kind of just made fun of, like, like, is that, that's not a real vagina kind of thing? We all know that, but, like, that's more something you can criticize, saying, it, is that really something, like, but, like, He's saying in general, just don't touch the trans issue. And that's the problem I have. Like, don't even talk about it. Like, don't, like, why, dude? I mean, he has a lot more right to complain because it is going in the black community and, like, they're telling them what to say. They are doing that. And, uh, you know, a lot of these guys like David Cross, I mean, look, and I'm in, I've seen plenty of guys like this in, you know, New York open mics, like, they just don't have the guts to really, and they maybe just don't want to, they don't think they should, whatever, but they just play it safe all the time, I mean, they just don't go there at all, like, they just don't, they think they're being, like, awesome and brave by going after, like, George W. Bush, like, that's the type of people they are, so they don't get it, you know, so just don't, don't say shit like this, you're supposed to be an artist, like, not, an artist isn't supposed to go, like, Oh, somebody didn't like this? I guess I'll stop doing it. I guess I'll stop because I can make something new. Well, it's like, no, you know, that's not a good argument. I mean, it's just stupid. So, you know what? Shut the fuck up. Stop it. Stop it. Is it that important to you? Just drop it and move on. Yeah, like, just go on fucking Bill Mark. Go talk, like, all these guys will never talk to somebody like Chappelle and, because they'll get fucking, I mean, imagine if he talked, he went on a show with Chappelle, he'd be fucking slaughtered by Chappelle. And he'd probably just sit there and take it because he knows Chappelle's a lead, like a black, well, first of all, he's a black guy. He's just going to let him, he's just not going to say anything. And he's a legendary, but imagine if Carlin was still alive or somebody like that. Even Bill Maher would, would uh, destroy him. I mean, 
when you have Bill Maher like defending Chappelle, like you know, they're, I mean, come on, David Cross, shut the fuck up. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So uh, one thing I was thinking about recently, uh, well, for a while now, like I don't know if I talked about this before. Uh, you know, the whole body positivity thing with Lizzo being the, like, figurehead. For a while, it was, like, Adele. She lost weight. Then it was, like, (laughs) everybody keeps losing weight except Lizzo. Uh, Melissa McCarthy. All those people that now are skinnier. Well, Lizzo, the people that love body positivity and shit, it's all skinny white girls. I don't know why, but everybody that I see even comment or write articles about Lizzo, which or whoever it is, but Lizzo is the person now. It's been for a few years now. It's always skinny white bitches, y'all. It's always skinny white bitches, y'all. What is that, y'all? <laughs> but, uh, and I actually saw... Like, that people say that now, that it's for white people or white women. Now, I already thought that. Like, I didn't, like, I'm just going to give myself a little prompts here. It's like all white women. This, the first time I've heard of Lizzo was from, like, skinny white. Uh, I hadn't even heard any of her songs yet. I just heard white girls, maybe at work, I think at the work office. Um, and like this skinny boss I had, uh, white lady, that's where I first heard of her from, not from black people. So it's true. I mean, it's true. I'm not saying like black people don't like her, but like, it kind of sounds like her music to me is like Taylor Swift pop stuff. Like those, those pop songs Taylor Swift has done. With her, with Lizzo, with like a black's voice over it. Like, that's kind of what her music is like to me. I mean, I'm not really qualified. I don't really, you know. It's just caused this woke infighting again. It's caused more left Twitter social justice infighting. Woke infighting about Lizzo. Uh,. Now, I guess this is older than I thought that people were talking about this. Because these articles are from 2019. A reader, Lizzo's Denver concert was infected, their words, by skinny white girls. Now, that's a racist thing to say. I will just say that. I know this is a woke thing that you're allowed to say infected. White girls infected your concert. That's a normal thing to say. I don't think Gina Carano was very wrong. I will say that because every time you... This is not uncommon, this kind of terminology. Infected by skinny white girls. White men are infecting us with their toxic white male masculinity. Toxic. Lizzo brought her joyful... Performance to Denver this week with two shows. Uh, but she also brought her fans, if you know what I mean. And as Westward's Leslie Wilbur reports, many of them were obnoxious. 
while Lizarel celebrated the human body. I guess that means fat positivity. I don't I don't know what that means celebrating the human body. She was naked? I mean, what does that mean? She watched thin white women literally push black women and fat people. <laughs> Do they realize like they're sounding like making fun of this is making this is making fun of fat people by saying pushing fat people out of the way because I get a mental image that's funny about that. Uh, they watched thin white women literally push black women and fat people out of the way, scrambling to get close. First of all, I don't think that can be true. How do thin, you know, thin, no muscle having white women push black and fat people out of the way? There must have been more of them, I guess. Dever, uh, somebody, a reader, does indeed write in, and he says, <laughs> Denver does indeed have an infestation of obnoxious skinny white girls, or whatever you want to call them, as described in the article, and much worse, from their pushing through crowds while yelling, excuse me, instead of a... <laughs> With those nasally vocal fry voices you wish someone would smack out of their mouths. Now, I don't really disagree with that. I mean, yeah, it's horrible. I hear it work. Like, there's these young, and yeah, they are white. I will say that. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's just white, though. But maybe they learned, like, if black girls talk like that, they probably did learn it from white women. I mean, yeah. Like, get out of the way, please. These privileged Karens are by far the worst part of... Yeah, I mean, that's true. There is Karens. I mean, there's... And they are probably mostly white. I mean... Yeah, there were skinny, drunk, and sexual of white chicks. Uh, not incestuous. <laughs> Isn't that true of every concert? Yeah. That's true to every bar. I mean, God, look at bachelorette parties. The body confidence and sense of safety these women had to... I mean, what the fuck does that mean, the body confidence? You're confident. That's what it means. But somebody else wrote in, Logan, most of the things described happen at every concert. The difference in the Lizzo show, she attracts a diverse group of people. I agree. Uh, and yeah, you do have to be aggressive if you want a good spot at a concert. I mean, you just have to be pushing your way through it. I do it at every concert. I don't yell at people. I don't go, excuse me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, young white girls have a horrible vo tone of voice, but that's the fault of, like, Instagram influencing and, like, Kardashians. And the Kardashians aren't white, so. I mean, how, would it, how did that happen? White girls talking like the Kardashians, now it's a white thing some, somehow. Oh, you guys talk to the Kardashians, so you have that white girl voice. No, they're not white. Yeah, you hate white people. That's why you, you have this opinion. Now, I do think this is true. Like, a lot of her fans will be skinny white girls. Like, that's what's going on. And I found another site here. Which seems like a... Uh, maybe this is a black women forum. I don't know, because that's, like, who's answering. LipstickAlley.com They had a poll here. Does Lizzo make music for white women? Yes, 51.9%. No, 48.1%. Very divided, but pretty even 
And it won out that she does make music for white women are infecting. They are infesting. Uh, I must admit, there does, someone tweeted this. Ugh, fem top activist on Twitter. I must admit, there does seem to be a line of demarcation between white women who love Lizzo and black women who just find her okay. What's good, girlies? A lot of people are pretty... In the comments, they are kind of agreeing with her. Uh, she seems to be performing blackness for white people. See, this is where, like, the woke stuff, this shows you how racist they are and how, man, this is fucking so fucked up, man. This is just how they talk, though. Like, this is between each other here. She low-key kind of performs blackness for white folks and can be, can be a little shuck and jivis. Wow. I'm in Portland where the whites out here worship her. Yeah, of course. She performs black culture. Like wearing cornrows on Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel. Uh, uh, I don't understand. Okay, here, here's what you're saying. Uh, her wearing cornrows is race. You're <laughs> Lizzo can't wear it. Now I'm a f- d- uh, defending Lizzo. She's not allowed to wear cornrows because she's black? Okay, so let me, like, let me get this straight. <laughs> Somebody commented, the music is written in, in hashtag. It is awful. Yeah, I agree, but not for the reasons you think. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. Like, her music is like... I mean, yeah, I think Lizzo once woke, like, people to accept her. So she is performing in that way. And maybe Lizzo didn't realize. I, I don't know if Lizzo, I kind of feel bad for Lizzo. Like, I don't know if she realizes that she's kind of being used for virtue points, like virtue signal points. Like, for all these white people that love her, like, they are out with their love for Lizzo because they want, like, social media likes. Because, aren't I good? Like, this is what they're saying, too. And I don't even know if they realize this. Aren't I a good person? Because I like the fat black girl. Like, that's what <laughs> they're saying. Aren't I like... Oh my god, Lizzo. Like, oh my god, I fucking love Lizzo. Because, like, she's fat and black. Aren't I a good person? Because, like, she's fat. I would never let myself get like, oh my god, I love Lizzo. But, like, I gotta go diet. Like, the same... uh girls that like Lizzo are gonna then go diet and like don't eat carbs and probably like go fasting or whatever man I don't there's so much infighting with this woke stuff look at this comment cause, cause Lizzo makes music for black girls in white spaces so as a black girl who prefers negro spaces what see how this is a religion guys like do you see how this is religious talk what the fuck are you talking about? Nobody talks like this. I I like I go to Negro spaces, and she goes to what a uh, black white space. What the fuck are you talking about? The white women that go up for her give off performative activism vibes. That's what all of it is. It's so funny how like some of these woke people are starting to hit the truth. Like, 
Um, this is so funny because this person goes, oh my God, you're actually, now I understand like, yeah, cause they're going kind of, they're kind of hitting at the truth here. Like, uh, the guy scribe light on YouTube who I have interviewed a while back. Um, he taught, he's, he noticed this in Ted talks. Like when the, uh, speakers that are woke, like they start to realize like truth but they can't really kind of like point it out as like performative activism is like pretty much all activism is performative now maybe it wasn't when like you know civil uh jim crow laws were happening and people spoke out oh this is bad the jim crow laws are bad like that's real like real um i guess social justice whatever but yeah, like it's only that now. It's only performative. Like they're all doing that. I haven't fashioned the words, but there's a certain vibe to the support she gets from white women. Um, oh my god, it's the same flavor of support. Support WW, which I I guess means white women. Give Octavia Spencer. I don't know who that is. She's not a threat to their paradigm. Man, everything, they see everything in terms of power. Like, I don't know if, I mean, how, look at this. This is religious cult language. She's not a threat to their paradigm. She fits, she fits into exactly the space they hold for white women. I love Lizzo's music, but the white women in the fan base gives me pause. Okay, racist. You're racist. That's a, like, imagine a white guy going, you know what? <laughs> um, I've noticed there's, huh, there's kind of an increase in black people that like, uh, I see like some, I don't know who I can think of. Uh, so I've been going to, Kid Rock concerts, and I've been seeing some. Eh, there's a little fan base of that, like black people are going to Kid Rock concerts, and uh, I don't know. Like I love Kid Rock and his music, but that's giving me a little bit of a pause. You know what I mean? Just making me think and reconsider some things because, like, there's just some vibe that he Kid Rock gives to black people that I I can respect. But I'm also like question mark, and I don't know if that's my own anti-white. <laughs> oh my god, these people are fucking. Can you like imagine living this life? You look at every. They're looking at everything through a like crazy power dynamic. Like, uh, like I like Lizzo, but. There's something giving me pause. What is this? Let me ask my Twitter followers. Um, why do white women love Lizzo? But some black women are like, eh, I like her, but, you know, what's going on there? And what it, racism is occurring that I just can't put my finger on. Oh, my God. Everything. Everything they see. They probably go to Starbucks and they're like, this coffee... Oh, my God, dude. 
Oh, maybe like she's just trying to get fans from a wide, like diverse crowd. Um, like where was the one article? Yeah. And she had to respond to this criticism. <laughs> and she's okay, so she's still trying to stay in the woke club. So in 2020, she claps back at Azalea Banks and critics. I make music for uh, black and trans women. Did you think about the fact that I may make music for trans women? I'm, uh, yes, my music appeals to all races. Yeah, there's hella white people at my shows. What am I going to do? Turn them away? Well, that's what these people want you to do. Uh, as a black woman, I make music for people from an experience that is from a black woman. I make music that hopefully, I don't even know how she talks. I can't do a racist accent. <laughs> I don't think she really has that voice, though. <laughs> Jillian Michaels, health and fitness guru Jillian Michaels, uh, came under fire for body shaming Lizzo and said it isn't going to be awesome if she gets diabetes. Uh, later, she issued an apology and said, as I stated repeatedly, we are all beautiful, worthy, and equally deserving. Also feel strongly that we should also acknowledge that obesity comes with health consequences. Yeah, and you can't say that now, so you're out of the woke club. You might as well just get out of there and just, you know. Lizzo says she's a vegan, which is so confusing. I mean, I don't understand. Here's what I think about, like, there is going to come a time, she's like 30 or something, that she will have to maybe lose weight. She might lo I'm predicting right now she will lose weight like Adele did. I'm just going to predict it. Okay? I'm predicting, predicting, it. predicting, it. predicting it. Mark my Mark words. My words. Lizzo, Lizzo will, will lose, lose weight. weight. She will have a transformation. She will have a stunning transformation. That's what the articles are going to say. Watch Lizzo's stunning transformation. And it'll be just like Adele. And she will get shit just like Adele. Why? Because she's going to get older and she will just lose weight, I think. And also, it might just be a reinvention kind of thing. Like, right now, I think Lizzo, if she lo loses weight, her image changes. Like, her, she's known as the body positive. So, like, financially, it might be smart for her to stay big. I mean, she can lose weight eventually, like, as part of a reinvention. But I think at that point, she would get... She knows she's going to get... I think, honestly, she... She might want to lose... Like, there's a chance she might want to lose weight, but she just doesn't because it's her image. And she's worried she'll lose fans. She will get, you know, backlash for it. I just know. But I think she will lose weight at some point. I mean, everybody has. Everybody has lost weight that was big at one point. Remember the lady from Wilson Phillips lost weight? Everybody's done it. They've done the surgeries or whatever. Liz and Adele got so drunk. She's friends with Adele, That's so she's going to do it. She's going to do it. And her, but her whole image is that. 
So, uh, I mean, I think like, I don't know. Um, I just don't understand like why we, why do they always have to do nude photo shoots? Like why, you know? You can be big or whatever, but, like, why do they always have to do nude photo shoots when they're... I don't know if Adele did it, but... Lena Dunham, all she did was nude shit all the time. Uh, So, I don't know, but... She could lose some weight and still be big, though, you know? I don't know. I don't really care, but it's just, like... Yeah, white people are mostly her fans. But yeah, I do think the reason I think all the all her white women fans are fake and doing it for virtue signaling and doing it like ugh, it's just like almost disgusting the way they it's actually kind of like disgusting. I mean, I love Lizzo. Why? And, like, isn't that cool? Because, like, I'm a good person for liking Lizzo because, like, she's fat. She's, like, fat. And, and like, I'm a good person because somebody that would listen to some... Ugh, somebody... <laughs> I think they're hypocrites because none of them are fat. Every white girl that loves her is, like, skinny as fuck. Like, if you were inspired by Lizzo, you would just give fat. You would just go, yeah, you know what? I don't need to be real thin anymore. Nobody's telling me what body size to have. But they're all skinny as fuck, and they're using it as, like, a thing. Like, some ego boost or something. I don't know what it is yet, but I will update everyone. Uh, I don't know. I had a couple other things written down. Get some more breaking news here, guys. More breaking news here, uh, real quick. Fetterman uh, was hospitalized for depression. Which I had a sound effect there. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, now it says he's respected return soon. Weird. Maybe what? I don't know. I don't. Um. They say he's expected to make a full recovery and return to work in politics, even though he he did uh, get hospitalized and check. Well, he checked himself in for being sad. Uh, maybe he's coming back because he got I don't know concerned. Like a lot of people were upset. I don't know. It's weird. Okay, so he he checked himself in first. He had a he was lightheaded this month then he checked himself in for being depressed and i will say i really don't like i didn't believe that like i uh oh my god me and my friend keep talking about the hip like how they're spinning all this like you know the fact that like if a democrat checks himself into a hospital it's brave if he if a democrat has a stroke it's brave but if a Republican did, it would be like, we need him out. At, like, he's not fit. You know, Trump's not fit. He's fat. Remember all the people making fun of Trump? Now, I agree. He's, he's Trump's not fit. Like, obviously. <laughs> but why can't you be honest, honest about 
Like now CNN's like, oh, he's set the Fetterman example. The example John Fetterman is setting for, for going to treatment for depression, okay? He is an inspiration. He is an inspiring inspiration for doing this. Now, if Trump did it, he would be a piece of shit for it. Depression is incredibly common post-stroke. Well, yeah, but like checking yourself in. I didn't believe that because it said he's going to set for lengthy hospital stay. I'm confused now. This is from one day ago, and it says lengthy hospital stay. And yet another article says, oh, wait, okay, hold on. He's expected to make a full recovery soon, meaning in a few weeks. I thought they meant like tomorrow. Okay, so he's going to be in hospital for at least a few weeks for being sad. I don't believe it. I mean, I'll just go, look, I'm not trying to be insensitive. But I don't think that makes any sense at all. Like you don't, you don't get depression and they don't take you in for three weeks. Like, you, you go in if you're at risk for suicide or something. You'll, you'll stay overnight and all that. You'll stay overnight because you're at risk. You don't, like, oh, I'm feeling a little down. I guess I'll stay in hospital for three weeks. That doesn't make any sense unless there's other concerns happening. That's what's going on. They're not being honest. That's what annoyed me about this. Like, let's just pretend, like, obviously... It's not only that. Like, it just come out and say for health reasons or something. Like, I, I'm annoyed that everybody buys this shit all the time. Like, all the time. <laughs> um, I'm sure he is depressed. Like, having a stroke probably sucks or whatever. But, like, I don't believe that that's the only reason that you, he's going in there and staying for three weeks. It's obviously to check on all their symptoms. Like, oh, you know what's going on? Fetterman's uh, just a little sad. He's just going to stay. Oh, hey, I heard you're going, uh, checking in the hospital for three weeks. What's going on? Yeah, you know what? Just, uh, just a little sad. Figured I'd stay in a hospital for three weeks. Okay? I don't know, but just like I'm, I'm annoyed that everybody buys everything that comes out in the news. Like, there's no other thing going on. Like, it's not a, it's not a cover for obviously more serious shit. Oh well, no, he's they're telling the truth completely. No, look, they said it's like when Bill Gates. Look, Bill Gates said he only had dinners with Epstein, and that that was in the news. So that's what happened. Like everybody's just face value buying what somebody says. Look, Bill Gates said he only had dinners with him, so, well, guess there's nothing else to see. Nothing else to see here, guys. He said he only had dinners with him. So, what else do you want? I mean, come on, he said. The guy said he's sad. <laughs> he says he's a little bit sad. You stay in the hospital for three weeks straight. That's what you do, guys. You feel a little run down. Maybe you had a cold, too. You know, you obviously go in and check into the hospital for a little sniffles. I'm a little sad. I'm going to go stay for three weeks in a row, even though I'm a senator now, guys. Now, I mean, look, I mean, he should get help or whatever, but, like, just don't, like, just don't act like it's just sadness. And it doesn't even say severe depression. It says, like, clinical depression. It's just, like, there's no other information. 
It didn't say suicidal. Well, it probably wouldn't say that because that would be a big concern. But I don't know, dude. I just don't. I don't buy it. I'm sure it's part of the reason, maybe, but I don't. I don't even know about that. Unless he wanted to, I want to stay. Yeah, I would want to probably not deal with being a senator too. But <laughs> why did he even run? I don't understand why he ran. Like you know, I don't. He doesn't even seem like he's into it. If he's sad, you know, maybe it's just the fact that he thought he would get better. I don't know, but yeah, I don't. I don't buy the stay reason. Uh, oh God, another TikTok trend, guys. Guys, check on. <laughs> it's like when they say check on your friends, guys. Don't let somebody kill themselves. Guys, check on your friends. Check on your friends, guys. Check in with them. Check on your Fetterman's, guys. Guys, you know you know your Fetterman's out there. Just check in with them. Check in with the Fetterman. Uh, yeah, just check in. Check in with it. Check yourself in. Check in with the Fetterman's, guys. Can't find a Fetterman. So you better find a Fetterman. Okay, 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 okay,